Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus. Yesterday, December 13th, uh, was considered at one time, very long, long time ago, the shortest day of the year. The darkest day of the year. Now, we know that's wrong, right? That's, that's, that's wrong. Regardless, on the darkest day of the year, the church for hundreds of years, has remembered a 4th century Sicilian gal named, named Lucia. Lucia, Lucy, 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 a name which means light. Light, 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 light. Jesus in the Gospel reading uh, describes Lucia, Lucia, Lucy, to a T, Luke eleven thirty six. Jesus says, If then your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, it will be wholly bright, as when a lamp with its rays gives you light. Let's give thanks to God this, this evening here at GLC for this 4th century spunky Sicilian girl named Lucy, Lucia. Who was a light to the world, for she carried the light of the world, Jesus, on the lampstand of her faith, shining, beaming, glowing brightly with charity and fidelity. Oh yeah, compassionate. This girl, compassionate. She saw the plight of the poor, and she did not just give them her prayer. No, no, no. Generosity to the max. Compassion on steroids. Dear friends, Lucia vowed not to get married, not to marry, and to give away her dowry to the poor and needy, but her sick mommy uh, tried to stop little Lucy by betrothing her to Mr. Pagan, a guy so wealthy. Dear Lucy, Daddy already dead, Mommy on her way out, she was sick. Mommy, so sick, had a hemorrhage, bleeding out literally. Even though Lucia told Mommy that she wanted to remain a virgin all life long and give away the dowry, Mommy had a different plan. She had a different idea for Little Lucy. After all, I mean, Mommy cared for her daughter and wanted her daughter after her death to be cared for, looked after, and so she played matchmaker. That's what uh, the sick Mommy did, played matchmaker. She uh, got Lucia engaged to Richie Rich, a wealthy guy, a pagan man, Mr. Pagan. Yeah, not a believer, an unbeliever. And uh, after, of course, they exchanged their I do's, the dowry would go to him. Lucia did not like this plan one bit. And so she got on her knees and she prayed and she prayed and she prayed and she kept praying until mommy was healthy. A miracle. No more flow of blood, 
the hemorrhage healed. Mommy, whole and healthy. Well, now that Mommy was healthy, Lucia persuaded uh, Mommy to give away the dowry, which made Mr. Pagan so angry. And, well, he had her executed for her Christianity. See, Mr. Uh, Pagan, he did not like this uh, dowry distribution to the destitute. Hated it. He was what you would call a Rockefeller type. Uh, you might know the story when uh, Mr. Rockefeller was asked by a reporter this question. How much, Mr. Rockefeller, is enough? How much is enough? And of course, uh, you may know the answer. What, what did Mr. Rockefeller say? Just a little bit more. <laughs> Just a little bit more. Not enough. Not satisfied. Not content. Here's a bloke who sees this dowry and what he sees is Mr. Pagan written all over it. Mine, 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 mine. What we quickly discover is that Mr. Pagan loved the moolah more than the lucia. He loved the money more than the Lucy. Payback time. Payback time. Mr. Pagan wasn't going to sit there and let Lucy get away with what she did to him because that, that dowry was his dowry, by golly. That should be coming to him. And now the poor, they have it. Ah, humbug. How would he get back at her? Oh, he had the trump card. See, uh, Lucia's mommy raised her in the one true faith. That was Mr. Pagan's trump card. Turn her in. Turn her in to the authorities. Handcuffed and hauled off. See, this was a time when it was illegal to be a Christian. The Emperor Diocletian made it that way. Historians look at this time in history and call it the Great Persecution. Christians had targets on their back. The pagans were gunning for them. It was downright dangerous to be a disciple of Jesus. What was uh, the punishment for being Christian? Any takers? Any takers? Any takers? Death. Death. Burned at the stake. Roasted in public. Now, the Christians were given a way out. You know, just renounce the faith. Come on, just, you know, offer a pinch of incense to Caesar. Bow down to the emperor. Come on, just, you know, worship the big guy, the big guy in Rome. Just do it. Do that and you will live. Now, this was the offer that Lucia got. Do you know what her answer was? I want to please Jesus. I want to please Christ. Now, they did not burn her at the stake immediately. They tortured her. Gouge out her eyes. That's, uh, that's why Lucia is often depicted holding a plate with, uh, with eyeballs on them. 
Yeah, I know, it's a lovely PG-13 icon. Yeah. Now, although, although Lucia had her eyes plucked out, she had no fright, for she was a child of light who had these holy spirited eyes that saw how loved and how alive she was in God's sight. Lucia baptized, a believer in Christ, washed into the family of God with three splashes of promise. Marty Luther's words from the meaning of the third article were fleshed out at the font for her. These words, I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Christ Jesus my Lord or come to him, but the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified and kept me in the true faith. Enlightened. Did you hear that? Lucia was enlightened. Now, I know, I know, I know. We hear that word enlightened, and we think, you know, monks up in the mountain, surrounded by incense, chanting, singing, meditating. (laughs) Or maybe we think of that aha moment. Aha, Eureka, I found it. That moment when the answer comes to us suddenly. So enlightened we are. Enlightened, it doesn't mean those things in Christianity. Lucia enlightened. Lucia's being, walking, living, moving, sleeping, eating, talking, loving, and being loved in the L-I-G-H-T light. The light of Christ. Just as that baptismal hymn says in Ephesians chapter 5, our epistle reading, for anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore it says, awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. This baptismal hymn could have been sung, actually, at Lucy's baptism. It's that old? Yeah. Lucia, no longer a spiritual, sleepy head, with the word hooked with the water. She became what her name means. Light. Light. Light, the warm, redeeming, rescuing, releasing rays of light of the world, Jesus shining on her and in her and through her, flooding her entire being, faithing her. Yeah, she came out of the baptismal waters of faith a believer in Jesus, confessing him as God and Lord. So awake, awake, like never before. The Lord Jesus adding to Lucia's five physical senses. Now she had more than you, seeing and smelling and tasting and hearing and touching. The light of the world, Jesus, 
awakening, new spiritual senses for her, in her, giving her eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to understand the world as God understands the world. She began to see the world as God sees the world from his perspective. Having that, those eyes of faith, the 2020 faith vision. And what did Lucia, what did Lucia, Lucy see? What did she see with those eyes of faith? Lucia saw life, real life, meaningful life, purposeful life, lasting life, eternal life, coming not from the stuff of this world, but coming from the Savior of the world. Lucia saw that she did not have to get married to Mr. Pagan to be complete, for she was already complete and enough and whole in Christ Jesus her Lord. Lucia saw that she could give away the dowry because her Lord had stored up for her in the heavens an inheritance that no moth could eat, no thief break in and steal, no rust destroy. Lucia saw that the worst thing that can happen to somebody ain't getting burned at the stake for confessing Jesus, but rather getting roasted forever in hell for denying Jesus. Lucia saw that the emperor couldn't take away her life, for her life belonged to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Prince of Peace, the Emperor of the Universe, Jesus, Jesus only, Jesus. Lucia saw that death wasn't a dead end, but rather a door, a door into paradise itself. Lucia saw the cross not as defeat, but rather victory over all of her enemies, and she saw all of this without her physical eyes. She saw it all with the eyes of faith, that 2020 faith vision. See, those enlightened by Christ enlightened in Christ, enlightened for Christ, see that which these physical eyes can't even begin to see. Eyes wide open to the unseen. The unseen. Eyes wide open to the unseen. The unseen being more real than, than the scene, more permanent than the scene, and that is you and me. We are no longer spiritual sleepyheads. Isn't that great? It's awesome. I mean, listen to what prophet Isaiah says in the OT reading. Here's us. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness on them has light shined. Baptized into Christ, we, like Lucia, like Lucy, are enlightened and encouraged to walk as children of light, who shine, who shine with what is good and true and right. 
Pastor Paul tells us straight up in the epistle reading what occurred for each of us at the font. When we got into the waters with Jesus, our lives were never the same again. Listen to this, verses 8 and 9 of the epistle reading. For at one time, one time, you were darkness. Not, not, not in darkness, were darkness. That, 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 that's worse than being in darkness. Darkness! That was our identity. That's what we used to be. For at one time, you were darkness, but now. That is a cosmic shift here. But now, you are light. In the Lord, walk Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. We are sons and daughters of light. Not just, you know, any old light. The light we're talking about is actually Jesus Christ himself. The light that no darkness can overcome. The light that convicts and converts those sitting in the dark. The light which illuminates sin-darkened hearts. Our hearts are more alive than ever before. Than ever before. So fired up they are and flourishing. Our hearts flourishing, pumping out all of this plump fruit. Pastor Paul coins this harvest, the fruit of light. The fruit of light. Where do we see this fruit? Where do we see it? It is found. It is found in what is good. That is, the goodness shown in our sharing what the Lord has given to each of us, our caring for others, expecting nothing in return, our bearing one another's burdens to lighten the load. It is found in what is right. That is, the righteousness, the everythingness, the enoughness that Christ gives to us, giving us validation, satisfaction, salvation. It is found in what is true, that is, truth lived out in the good life. The only good life there is, which is giving one's life away in service and love to everyone. Dear friends, Lucia, Lucia, Lucy was a lamp that beamed ever so brightly with compassion and generosity toward the poor. For she was filled with Christ's unending life and light, which gave her everything, absolutely everything, and so much more. The same is true for us. The same is true for you and for me. Lucia's, Lucy's, Lucia's, all of us. So shine, shine, you, Lucy. Shine, shine. The darkness 
doesn't stand a chance. Come soon, Lord Jesus. Amen.